Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Welcome to Friday. Yes. <laughs> End of the first week of season three. It is. Of Text Talk. We've now made it through well, almost five episodes of this season. We'll see if we get through the fifth one today. Uh, I do know on Fridays, though, that we like to tell everybody, if you're in the Tampa area, come out and worship with us at Livingston. All the information you need is at christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. So we have been spending this week looking at the first chapter of Matthew, particularly just going through the genealogy portion, but we're going to get into some narrative now as Matthew shifts from the, the historical setup and the and the line to let's talk about some of the miracles surrounding the birth of Jesus. This is great stuff. Take it away. We're going to read the last couple of paragraphs here. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. And I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus." Call his name Jesus. So let's just kick off here. This. Let's 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 just talk about the big elephant that's in this room since before the mics came on, and that is I want to make sure we're very clear. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a blog blog post with an idea of 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 a name, and then you revealed to me something that I wasn't aware of just a moment ago. And so I just want to make sure we're clear to everybody what we mean when we just talk about Jesus being the Son of Mary. So go ahead and, and fill us in on this. Because I want to be clear and make sure that we're not going to throw anybody off on this. Yeah, I don't want to throw anybody off on this either. Uh, But just so we're clear, we believe in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. And that part of that was that God, the incarnate Son, (laughs) the Son of God, is now, because of the Holy Spirit being in the womb of Mary and being born, um, we are not— And therefore is the Son of Mary— Yes. But? But. But. You're taking a long way around to get in the barn here. What's your concern about this? Well, I just don't want people to think that uh, we take Son of Mary as a title for Jesus. And why? Because this is the preferred title for Jesus in the religion of Islam, where Jesus is a created being and a prophet, but not the Son of God at all. Okay, and so they call him Son of Mary to make the point, not Son of God, And uh, when we're talking about the Son of Mary today, we are just recognizing that Joseph is not the biological father of Jesus Christ. Yes, absolutely. And so I appreciate you bringing that up to me 
earlier. And let, let's just let's just throw that out there. Again, we're, we're using this as a statement, some plays on words, but it's not a title that's supposed to separate Jesus from God. In fact, the very point that I want to drive home today is that when we get to this, the end of this genealogy, there's like a switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Because it's it, it's going through this entire line. The the New King James was saying so and so begat so and so so and so begat so and so. The ESV says so and so fathered so and so so and so fathered so and so. We get down to this final point where it leads to Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and, in verse fifteen sixteen. And what's important about Joseph? What's important about a Joseph? He was the husband of Mary, Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called mm-hmm. the, Christ. Call the Christ. So all of a sudden we recognize that in Matthew, what we're actually getting is the legal genealogy. Right. Luke, I think, is going to provide the biological genealogy. Of, Matthew Mar- of Mary's is, of, lineage. Of Mary's lineage. But L- Matthew is providing the legal lineage. And so we get down to this. This leads us all the way to Joseph. In fact, when the angel appears to Joseph, do you remember what he called him? Joseph, son of David. Son of David. We're talking about this legal lineage down to Joseph, who is the adoptive, who mm-hmm. is the legal father yeah. of Jesus. And what this uh, account points out is, is yeah, I appreciate that word adoptive. That's exactly it. That Joseph, being an honorable man and a righteous man, is very concerned at the news. His betrothed is with child. His betrothed is pregnant. Uh, because, well, we just read a whole genealogy, and we know what's involved in begotten. Yes, that's exactly right. You know, let me, before we just jump into that, it just occurred to me, let me, you know, yesterday we struggled with a very complex idea of leveret marriage. Yes. Where one man Mm -hmm. could um, impregnate a woman and raise up legally the legal heir of his brother. Correct. So so here is a woman that is with child from one man, Mm -hmm. but the child is actually the heir of the deceased brother. Mm-hmm. This is what we're finding here. The Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is the is is the one from who helped Mary conceive. Yes. But it's the legal heir of Joseph, just like in those leveret marriages. So this this is not foreign. This sounds odd to us today. It's hard for us to grasp it. It's why we jump to adoptive because that's yeah. that's kind of the way we think of that in the legal heir standpoint. But even in this story, we've already gotten the the notion of this yeah. this this uh, heir who's raised up by, as the seed by of someone another. else. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's and that's what we're seeing here. Okay. Yeah. So now okay. you were you were bringing up that here Joseph finds out <laughs> his betrothed. Yes. Not not fully consummated wife, but betrothed. Promised. And yeah. and that was that was a much stricter agreement than for us engagement is. Let's not. Let's not make that equal to our modern day engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Betrothal for the Jews was a little bit more than that. But he finds out that she's with child. And of course, what's yeah. his first thought? Well, I mean, her concern is there's been unfaithfulness here. That, um, you know, yes, unfaithfulness here. She's broken covenant with him. She's been with another man. And here's the proof. Uh, and yet, and yet, uh, he does not go off into a fit of jealous rage. He, he's just saying, well, she's not the one for me. Uh, I, I need to have a wife that is pure and, and we're going to do this God's way because I'm a holy and just man. I don't want to see her stoned for it either. I don't want you know. So he's a very compassionate man. He goes about this process of, of quietly putting her away or at least investigates it. But he has a dream. He has a dream and he has a vision. An angel lets him know that this is all of 
God, and you don't need to be afraid that she is holy. In fact, not only is she holy, she's blessed in a special way that God has chosen her of, of all women on earth of all time to bring forth the Messiah, and God's chosen you to raise him. And so when this child is born, you name him Jesus, the Savior, Emmanuel, God with us. Yahweh saves. Yeah. Jesus is the Greek form of... Joshua, Old Testament. Yeshua. Which also means God, God saves. saves. Yahweh God saves. saves. So Emmanuel, God is with us. Uh, ya- Yahweh saves. I'll get it out here in a second. Trying to speak all these foreign languages. That's tough. But here, what's, the, what's the entire point? Here's, here's the thing that, that, that we need to recognize is that biologically... Jesus was not the son of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Biologically, uh, Joseph's DNA, Joseph's lineage is not there in the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus was born of a virgin who conceived right. with child because of the work of God in her. Yeah. Because of because of God breathing life into her womb, we have this child who is man, mm-hmm. but God. God. And that's, yeah. wow. Yes. So, so remember. <laughs> no, it is a mystery that uh, God became flesh and dwelt among us. So Matthew kicks off his very first statement about Jesus. We said it the other day. He's holding up the billboard. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the Christ. Yeah. His first argument is he's the son of David. His second argument is he's the son of Abraham. His his third real argument, he goes through the genealogy to support yeah. those first two arguments. Yeah. And we've got kind of some side things that we brought up yesterday that give us some really interesting information about Jesus. But now we, we get headlong into this amazing argument that, oh, by the way, here's the reason he's the Christ. God's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> virgin birth, son of a virgin. Yes. That doesn't happen. Absolutely. That does not happen. Yeah, that was something that you were, I thought you brought really well before the mics were hot, though, is the, is the emphasis, the different ways that Matthew states to impress upon us a virgin birth. Uh, we were t- talking about, you know, some of these ladies, I think it was yesterday's episode, the the Tamars and the and the Rahabs, checkered paths there with those ladies. But when you come to a Mary... Stark contrast. Yeah. No checkered past. Not, not been with anyone, and Matthew states that. And even after Joseph takes her as wife, he doesn't take her. They do not consummate this marriage. Until after Jesus until is born. Until after Jesus is born. Doctor Jesus is born. Now they do have other children. They do. Mary is not a perpetual virgin. No, they have other children. There's a James, natural course of Jude, marriage. That's right. And there's others that are mentioned in the Gospels, but James and Jude are letter writers who are brothers of Jesus. I'm always amazed when I read about Joseph and Joseph and Mary, and I always think about you know that to what you just said a moment ago. Looking at Jesus, it's not like Joseph saw. Oh yeah, he's got my nose. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that wasn't that way not there. with Jesus. Right. Maybe with James it was. Maybe with Jews it was. So let me take this in a, another little direction here, maybe, you know, an apologetic direction. We, we 
kind of hinted towards something yesterday, Andrew, that God doesn't always act the way we expect. This mm-hmm. is actually pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that God would actually kick this story off in a way that would cause a cloud of scandal and controversy to center around his son for his entire life. In fact, in John chapter 8 and verse 41, there's some indication that it was known. Yes, it is. Even when yeah. Jesus is 30 years old, that he's the son of sexual immorality. Because when, when the uh, folks are arguing with him about who is their father? Yeah, well, we know who our father is. We know who is. our father is. We are not children of sexual immorality. Now, of course, look, it's possible that they're just saying that as an argument. But I think in the context of Scripture, what we're seeing is a hint at, like you. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not sons of sexual immorality like you, Jesus. Well, We've heard about look, your past. And Joseph would have even been in that camp if it weren't for this vision and the angel. So the apologetic side of this is we start off with the fact that, look— this is a story that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's either what Matthew says it is, or it's just something else. Yeah, yeah. And it's not something we can dismiss and ignore. It's not something. Now, I, I know there are a lot of people today that think that what they can do is just ignore the story of Jesus, and they don't have to make a decision about this. But we we come right out of the gate with a story that says, "No, you got to deal with this." Joseph had to deal with this. Yeah. Joseph had to decide: is is this dream real, mm-hmm. or is this just the natural thing that has happened? Yeah. And I don't I don't know what it was about the dream that convinced him. No my wife is pure, I will, my betrothed is pure, I will marry her, I will raise this boy up as my own, and then we will continue on with the family. Because, because listen, this is, this is going to be a cloud of scandal, not only over his wife and not only over Jesus, but over him and over every child he yeah, had biologically. Yeah, it, it comes over him too, because as he goes ahead and marries her, people might think, well, I guess this one was yours. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so, so what is it that prompts Joseph to, to go ahead and accept this? We, we've got to deal with that question. That's, yeah. that's really yeah. the point I'm trying to yeah. make. We, we yeah. can't ignore the story of Jesus. We've got to make a decision. Now, if this were the only place where we had to make that decision, maybe we'd come up with an easy story. I'm just, this is just the first of those kinds of decisions <laughs> yeah. that we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Here was a guy that was willing to bring himself under this scandal Here was a guy that was willing to bring himself under this cloud of controversy because he believed, you know what, my betrothed is carrying the Son of God. And, of course, Luke is the one that talks about Mary making the choice to have the the same issue, though. She's willing to accept this, and it's going to bring scandal and who, who knows what else. She's willing to be... The, the handmaiden, the servant of the Lord. Absolutely. Jesus was the Son of God, mm-hmm. is the Son of God. And we know that because he's not the son of Joseph. Born of a virgin. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening this week. We hope season three has kicked off in exciting ways for you as we start the greatest story ever told. Amen. The gospel, the good news, Jesus is king. We're kicking it off here in chapter one. Let's go ahead and wrap up with a prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this week. Thank you for Matthew. Father, the, the declaration of Jesus the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And we've just scratched the surface, Father, of of all the import of even those words and this genealogy. Father, today we're impressed by the tender hearts of both Joseph and Mary, their desire, Father, to play this most pivotal role in your plan of salvation. And we are so thankful, Father, for their faithfulness. And may we have similar faith. 
willing to follow you and obey your word, no matter the cost, no matter uh, the, the, the scandal in the eyes of skeptics and disbelievers. Father, may we be found true to serve you our days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.